the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. The Bible teaches us that God opens doors of opportunity for us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to get and do things that we otherwise would have never got or done. But open doors of opportunity are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't walk through, for whatever reason, Satan convinces me and you, we'll never receive or achieve what God has for me and you. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opens for me and you, so that we can step into all the things that God has waiting for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. See, Satan's job is to get us in a ditch on one side or the other. And one thing he wants to do is anything that God puts together that's designed to be strong and to benefit your life, Satan is going to try to bust it up. Anything that God puts together that's supposed to be strong and benefit your life, Satan's going to cry to come and bust it up. Matthew chapter 12, show you that in scripture. Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. Of course, in this particular kind, uh, the Pharisees was, was like, you know, all up in Jesus' face trying to accuse him of being of the devil when he was flat out from God. And they tried to call him, you know, one of the princes of Beelzebub, which is one of the devil's names. And they didn't even say it out loud. They just like, you know, kind of like thinking it all on the inside. But how many people know that Jesus know the thoughts that's even in your heart? And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. Awesome statement. He said to them, every kingdom born, uh, divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. Now, now not only was the Pharisees standing there when Jesus made that statement. But the devil was standing there when he made that statement. Now, you know, it's a shame that the devil believes God more than most believers believe God. Devil believes God more than most believers believe God. Devil say, is that right? He said, watch out now. I got something now. Of course, although Jesus couldn't be showed up as a result of what the Pharisees were saying and doing, the devil, he picked up that word from God and put it to work. And from that point forward, he's been trying to cause everything that God puts together to be divided. And he's trying to make sure that everything that 
God puts together that has a chance to be able to benefit in your life will end up, you know, becoming at odds with one another so that it can then fall because he knows that God's word is true. House divided against itself will surely fall. You said every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Notice it says divided against itself, which means it is a unified kingdom. It is an existence of one. But at the same time, something comes in to be able to cause it to be able to break apart and then turn against one another. That's what happened in families. Whereas the people that God has designed to be with under one blood, one name, one aim, one purpose, one direction, one thought, one everything breaks apart based upon information that gets in. And then once it breaks apart, it turns against itself. And God and God said out of Jesus' own mouth that if he can that if that happens, then it's going to be brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand that does that. Satan says, is that right? Well, I'm going to bring in strife. I'm going to bring in confusion. I'm going to bring in other thoughts that would tantalize and and tempt people to be able to think something other than the rest of the house thinks in order to be able to cause a division to occur in such of a place. After the division occurs, isolation occurs to the point that one wants to be isolated. One or two or three or five in the house want to be isolated. And then and and the rest of them, uh, you know, not not feeling like being even bothered with that foolishness. They were going and isolate yourself. I don't even feel like being bothered with no foolishness anyway. And then before you know it, you got a house that's divided against itself. Oh, man, don't that sound like some husbands and wives that's up in here? I mean, in, in, in around some place in the body of Christ was they get to divide it all against each other. One being one room, another one being another room. Ain't that something? God ordained them to be able to sleep in a bed together. God saying that the marriage bed, according to Hebrews 13, is undefiled. But it's not only undefiled, but it's also unused. Praise God, because one's over in one room, one's over in another room. I'm teaching real good right now. Or even if they are in the same room, my God, you might as well put a wall up between them. Because one of them scooted over to this edge, another one of them scooted over to this edge, and you better not touch me, and you and and, and all this other kind of stuff. And there's a house divided against itself, which ain't gonna ain't gonna be long to be brought to desolation. I get real anointed when I speak ebonics, and I went off into some bona fide ebonics right then. Praise God, it's gone. Are you listening to me? It's, and it's just gonna fall. That ain't just with husbands and wives. That's what mothers and daughters, fathers and daughters. That's what fathers and sons and mothers and sons. Where it's for one thinking one way about the other one, another one thinking one way about the other one. You crazy? No, you crazy. Well, look, I'm out of here. Satan say, job done. Because I just destroyed what God put together for good. Job done. But I'm telling you, there's a door open for restoration. Well, God's putting this stuff back together again. And when he put it together again, he's going to put it back together again. Double for your trouble and seven times because we know the thief that stole it. Are you listening to me up in here? He's putting it back together again. So that even when it gets back together, sometimes when stuff get back together, it get back together with the stuff that was the problem still between us. With the stuff that's the problem still between us. Let me, let me borrow your thing. You ain't using it. Praise God. Come here, baby. This is Reverend Baby right here. This is my wife. Praise God. I'm letting you know that so it can, you can know it's legal for me to do what I'm about to do. <laughs> so let's say, for instance, Reverend Baby got a problem with me. I mean, that's impossible. A man like me, praise God. But let's say Reverend Baby, for this example, had a problem with me. And now she holding on to her problem. Say, I got a problem with you. And I got a problem with you. And I got a problem with you. Well, look, look, hold up. Let's just 
get back together again. This is how most saints get back together again, whether they're family, whether they're friends, whether they <laughs> don't, don't matter. They still get, they hold on to their problem and they be like, yeah, let's get back together again. <laughs> but see, they ain't really back together again because there's still something that's between them. All the stuff that was a problem before, all the stuff that you said, remember back in 1975 you said, 2001 you said, remember when you didn't do this and didn't do that and did And see, we straight for a minute, but let something happen. Whereas we, you know, enjoy life together and then I just step on her toe. What? And then she started bringing back up all this stuff that happened before. And I'd be like, well, look, your mama. (laughs) Are you listening to me? But God wants to put us back together again. Come on now. He wants to put us back together in this way. In such a way was when we decide to get back together again, because this is going to be a thought that's going to come from God for a lot of people. Because a lot of people in their mind, they like, forget it. It's over. That's it. Hell going to freeze over first. Check, Check the weather report in hell. But, but this thought going to hit, they're going to be like, man, let's forget all this. This is crazy. And I'm gonna, we going to, each of us is going to put the other thing down. We're going to be like, hey, come here, baby. Yeah. yeah. Y'all can go home now. Praise God. <laughs> That's the end of the message, baby. We'll be back. Maybe. Praise God. <laughs> what was I talking about? Satan wants to come in and cause division to occur when stuff occurs all between us. But you got to understand, God's going to not only be able to bring things back together, but he's going to get all this stuff out the way. All this stuff that's been between you, that's been causing a division and things like that, that Satan got in and caused to be able to separate and divide. All that stuff's going to be dropped so that you can be able to hold on to your friend, your family, and everybody else that God ordained for you to be able to hold on to. Because you got to understand, there's awesome things that are available to people that are locked in like that. But God needs to get it back together. Everybody say restoration. restoration. See, God wants to get us back on track, y'all. Because all, half of us are off in the ditch someplace, relationship with somebody all off in the ditch, whether it be family member, whether it be friend. But God said, no, that's not what I intended. So I'm about to put back together again what I intended to be together. Turn to Malachi chapter 4. Malachi chapter 4, last book in the canonized Old Testament. The one right in front of Matthew. Malachi chapter 4. We'll start reading in verse 5. He says, Behold, I will send unto you Elijah the prophet. Of course, we know that to be uh, uh, John the Baptist when he came, because he was the one that spoke of Jesus' coming, letting everybody know to be prepared, uh, prepare the way of the Lord for him to be able to come. He says, Before the coming of the great dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Now, both are going to be necessary. He's going to need to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. Because let me tell you something. Men have this ability to compartmentalize. (laughs) Men have this ability to be able to compartmentalize. Ladies do, too, because y'all go like snub somebody in a heartbeat. But, you know, but at the same time, y'all don't compartmentalize as well as brothers do. We're, We're a little better at it than you are. Praise God. And so we can kind of like shut off doors inside of our mind and that'd be like the end of that. Whatever was behind that door as far as we're concerned, it just don't exist. You don't believe us? Go, you don't believe me? Go look in our garage. We done closed off that door to the garage and as far as we're concerned, ain't nothing up in there. Although you know it's stuff piled up all every which way. As far as we're concerned, it don't even exist. <laughs> we can walk through it to go get something and walk past all that other stuff that don't exist. 
just get what we want and walk back out. Because we can shut everything and everybody out in a heartbeat. But God says he's going to return the fathers of the heart to the children. Such a way where it's the ones that's been tripping out on you or tripped out on you past tense. Come on up in here. The ones that's been stupid and doing stuff they ain't got no business doing. Deceived by Satan into doing something outside of what it is that's supposed to be being done. Or we might have been deceived by Satan and done something to the children that we ought not have done. Provoked them to wraith. Because that's true on the other side too. Because they people with feelings just like we are. They ain't automatons that just do what's told. They got feelings also. And so, praise God. But yet, whatever happened between the two, we're about to drop that, and he's about to turn the hearts back toward the children. And, everybody say and. The hearts of the children to their father. See, that's going to be necessary. Because if he ever opened up that door, and they still tripping, damn, it's shutting right back. I'm teaching real good right now. Amen. And come on, some of y'all ladies too. Some of y'all have shut down in your mind. It's like, whatever. Brothers are like, don't even exist. But you, you think about it and then punish it. Y'all got quiet because I peeped your whole card. See, you got, because I know, I know, I know. I'm annoying it. Y'all be like, hmm. Can't nobody punish like a woman. Come on now. Y'all was, a, women originally came from a rib. Originally came from a rib, which is right there on the inside, all up under the skin, which means y'all know how to get up under somebody's skin like nobody else. And if you shift one in one direction different than what the brother shift or the person shift, it's like, oh, it's like painful. Like you can't even imagine because it covers all the vital organs and all the sensitive areas covered by the rib. You know how to just just shift it. Just look at her smiling. She know. She know. I done peeped y'all. Come on now. I done peeped y'all, didn't I? Y'all know how to shift right at the right second. Mm. You be like, ooh, brother, ooh. It's like, <laughs> I'm teaching real good now. So God's going to need to restore this thing in such a way where we ain't hurting on one another. Because what ends up happening is, is God intended a cycle of blessings. Satan starts a, black, a, a cycle of pain, whereas each one then hurts the other one. Each one keeps hurting the other one. But God's about to end that cycle in such a way where now we can go back to be able to enjoy each other like we designed to do. Are you listening to me? Let me show you one of the reasons why. Just one of the reasons. I got many of them, but you know me. But I'm going to just show you one because we got company. Praise God. Proverbs chapter 18. Here's one of the reasons why this is so very important. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24. It says, a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. There is a friend that stick is closer than a brother. Now, when it says closer than a brother, the inference is it is even closer than a brother. The suggestion is, is that brothers stick close and friends stick even closer. Brothers stick close, but friends stick even closer. Let me tell you the characteristic that exists in both that allow that to occur. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. Because unconditional love allows you the ability to be able to stay with one another regardless. To lock in with one another regardless. And both a friend and a brother have unconditional love operating within them and operating. And that's a glue that will keep a relationship together forever. But what ends up happening is that conditions invite us to change from unconditional love to conditional love. Because we recognize conditions. You didn't do that. You did do this. 
You shouldn't have done that. You did do this. And because conditions, our mind started going toward conditions. Here they go. They're not going to do it again. I know. I know. It's, there they go. I told you they weren't going to do it again. Well, they did. Here they're going to do it again. They're going to do it again. Oh, there it is. Just like I knew they was going to do it again. Before you know it, we become so conditional minded. We step out of unconditional love and step into conditional. Once you step into conditional, Satan say, got you. Because now that I got you in conditional love, I can break up that sticking closer than a brother. I can break up that thing that causes you to be there regardless, even in the midst of adversity or no matter what the times are. At this point, you're not going to love at all times. And in fact, at this point, I can get you to the point that you don't love at any time. Satan wants to be able to cause that thing to be able to break up because he knows that as long as that love is flowing, when you add faith to that love, then you got dynamite calling manifestation of whatever it is that God said. So you got to understand the Bible is true. The Bible says if any two or three are gathered together in his name, there he is in the midst of us and he will make good that which we declare. The Bible talks about the exponentiation of power that exists when two come together in unity because one put a thousand to fight. But two, instead of one and one making two thousand, then in, in one puts a thousand to fight, two put ten thousand to flight, which means that the power level exponentiates to another level. And watch this now. That's when you just two put two people together. But what happens when they stuck together by this concept called love? Unconditional, that is. What happens if they eat there with one another, whether times are good or times are bad? What, what happens if they're there together, whether you're happy or whether you're sad? What happens if they're there together all the time and not leaving at any time? And they're always you saying to them that I'm yours and you mine. What would happen then? Then that means that that power level will be on constant flow. And that means that you'll receive everything that God tells you and everything that it is that you desire to do. The Bible says over in Genesis chapter 11 that because they have one language and one speech, stopping and starting, moving and going together in the same direction, and because of the fact that they said one to another, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly, it says and they had brick for stone and slime had they for mortar, then they made a decision to be able to say let us make a city and a tower which may reach unto the heaven and make a name for ourselves. God said I'm coming down to be able to see the city and the tower which the children of man builded, past tense. Why is that? Because when you find a people that are locked together in unity, like that, that level of unity, that they have the same language, same speech, same mindset, same direction and everything else like that. The Bible says nothing can be restrained from them whatsoever they desire to do. That's nothing. Everybody say nothing. nothing. But see, watch this now. Nothing will be restrained from you that you desire to do when you come together in that level of unity. Satan knows that. So he causes the division to occur so that nothing can happen that you imagine to do. God said, Satan said, I'm going yeah, to make sure you get nothing. But it ain't going to be nothing can be restrained from you. It's going to be nothing's going to happen for you. So he breaks up the relationship in such a way where that person who once operated in unconditional love for you and you operated in unconditional love for, now everything is conditional. Come on now, when folk get on your nerves, everything's conditional. But see, at that point, that's not the love that causes faith to be able to activate. But when you get back into unconditional love, it causes a faith to activate, which gets some stuff done. See, friends and family have a quality that is birthed from this unconditional love for one another that is very helpful for the manifestations of miracles. It's called persistence. Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. It's called persistence. Everybody say persistence. It's called perseverance. Everybody say perseverance. Because God wants to restore to your life somebody that's on your side who is persistent and has perseverance that's going to lock in with you, which gives God the ability to do for in and through you all that it is he desires to do. Let's look at Luke chapter 11. Let's, let's start reading verse five for time's sake. Jesus speaking. See the letters turn red right after the beginning. It says, and he said unto them, 
Which of you shall have a friend? Everybody say a friend. And shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine, everybody say friend of mine, in his journey is come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, quit tripping, get away from my door. Oh, I'm sorry, I read that. Y'all got that. You know, that parallel version with the King James and the Amplified. Mine is parallel with King James and Eastside Detroit. Praise God. <laughs> See, I, I slipped over to the, up to the wrong one. And he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not, which means quit tripping. And the door is now shut. And my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. And I say unto you, Though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. This is a very awesome concept right here in relationship to what comes along with friendship. Now, notice that there's a man who says that he went to his friend's house at midnight. (laughs) Y'all know that's friends and family right there. There's only friends and family going to come ring your door, call your cell phone up in the middle of the night and say, what you doing? So I was asleep before I had to answer this phone. I was asleep before you come knocking on my door. I was just sitting up waiting on you. I just knew you was going to come through. Only friends and family have the boldness to be able to come unto you to be able to get what they want. Because there's a, a boldness that exists in an environment of friendship and family. There's a boldness that exists in the, fam- in the, in, in the uh, 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 confines of friendship and family. Come on now. You might bring a person into a given environment, have them in that environment. They seem like they so quiet. So they really don't ever have anything to say. They might even just barely laugh at good jokes. Like, <laughs> and you think, oh, they just quiet. That's just their way. Oh, you ain't seen them around their friends. You ain't seen them around their family. See them later on. They got lampshades on their head, blowing horns and stuff like that. Can't shut them up. Talking all the time, laughing at everything. They don't want to tell all the jokes. Why is that? Because there's a boldness that exists amongst friend and family that God has, that is designed there. It's an atmosphere. And God wants to be able to utilize that to the benefit of the kingdom of God, to the benefit of you and the benefit of the rest of your friends too. Are you listening to me? He came to him at midnight and knocked on his door. And, and, and reminding him, of course, friend, you know, reminding him, hey, 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 I'm coming here because I'm your buddy. I'm coming here because I'm your friend. I got this. Watch this now. I got this other friend who came to my house and I ain't got nothing to give him. And it's somehow in the midst of friendship and family that there's always a thing called provision. Y'all don't want to say nothing because you scared that somebody going to come back and ask you for some more money. But in the midst of friendship and family, or was y'all the one that was bothering people for money? Which one? All up at midnight and stuff like that. (laughs) But there's this thing called provision in the midst of family. Whereas you might not come through for anybody else, but you're going to come through for family. You might not come through for anybody else, but you're going to come through for friendship, for, for real friends. You'll come through for them. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you're seeing that is true. There really are doors of opportunity that God's open for me and you. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. 
Doors of opportunity that God expects to be walked through by us. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what God wants all of us to do. That is, walk through the doors that he's opened for me and you so that we can walk through into the awesome things that he has awaiting me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christmas Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all the young adult Christians out there to do. We invite all of the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointing and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry for a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults ages 18 through 30-ish who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. H-E-W hanging. Childcare is provided at no charge. And VIP transportation services available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. You know, it's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought that being young and saved is boring must not know g Doug. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing work we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 